Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This is Computer Talk with Tab, hosted by Eric Semmel of Tab Computer Systems. Interact with Eric and his guest by phone at 522-WTIC or 1-800-966-WTIC. Email them in the studio at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric. And good morning. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Dennis. That's Dennis Halnon. He's one of the employee owners at Tab. He comes over and helps me out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. We're even going to train him on this side of the board eventually so he can run the what? show. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so he's getting, you know, he's easing, easing in, which is good. Uh, but feel free to get online, guys. Uh, lines are always jammed up by the end of the show, but the beginning of the show, you guys are all still sleeping, which I understand. A couple of pasty white computer geeks had to drag their butts out of bed into here in the studio. You can get up too. Uh, 860-522-9842 is the number, and uh, we'll do our best to help you out. Now, we've got some some technology news for you that we always try to bring you um, to keep you up to date on what is happening in technology, and there's some stuff happening. Well, it turns out there's a zero-day exploit yeah. affecting Apple devices. No. And by Apple devices, I mean iPhones, mm. iPads, mm-hmm. and Mac OS. You're kidding me. Wait but, a minute. That makes no sense, Dennis. They can't have any kind of zero day exploit well, there, Apple. No, I mean they don't they're they're not they're the fully secure company, right? Yes, you know, they, nobody can touch their, the kernel. All of their all of their devices are inviolate, right? Exactly. And they're all and you can't touch the kernel and nobody can make any unauthorized access to changes to the software. But what what wait a minute, you can. It turns out you can. You can. It turned out there was a zero day that was uh, released just a few days ago. Right. Apparently, it was actually being used in the wild. Right, for a while. Yes, for a while. We don't know how long. We don't know how long because we don't know how long ago it was discovered. Right. But Apple did release updates for, again, iPhones, iPads, and Mac OS. Right. So go and get your Mac stuff or your Apple stuff updated. Isn't that interesting that it hit all three categories? Because it's a little odd. I would think that you've got a team that writes iOS for iOS devices, and you've got a different team that's working on Mac OS. But no, the same team had the same exploit. Here's the problem with Apple. Mm. For about seven or eight years, yeah, they've been using the same uh, development platform to write software for the mobile devices and mac os hmm. so if there's something about that particular um, development system yep that injects particular sequences of code into it then any exploit that uses that will right. go across platforms now they did that because they wanted to have their stuff be 
more secure right. and yes. have have it be more efficient to mm. rewrite the code when it's necessary. So mm-hmm. on the one hand, yeah. you create vulnerabilities that you might not have had otherwise. Cross-platform. Because it's it crosses platforms. Mm-hmm. But on the flip side, patching it mm-hmm. was relatively quick yeah. because they apparently needed to make a change only in one place, and mm-hmm. then they just recompile it for all the devices. Okay. So yeah, there, there are... There are benefits to working that way, but mm-hmm. in my mind, being a guy who likes Unix, yeah, I would have preferred that they kept, you know, the Mac OS Separate. being developed with its own development tools, mm-hmm. and then everything else having something else. But and the man, and the whole moral of the story is, guys, I know you've been running apples, and I have, and everyone keeps telling you you're impervious. You're not. It's a computer. I'm sorry. Uh, it is what it is. And Apple keeps selling you you're never going to get a virus, and selling you that you're impervious, and selling you that you're secure. You're actually more of a nice target because you believe that. That's um, correct. And that's the thing you got to be careful. That's with. correct. Yep. So, you've been warned. Update your stuff. Um, in other news, we got a tune here for you. You guys got to hear. It's going to bring you back to the old school. Hit it, Carolyn. Anytime, Carolyn. When you're, there she is. You guys remember this song? It's when drum machines were a thing. <laughs> so this song, believe it or not, is an old 80s tune. Classic rock, as it were. Yeah. Uh, and basically, it can crash computers. <laughs> So Rhythm Nation has the ability to impact laptops that have 5,400 RPM hard drives, which is old, slow style. This is old drives, old systems. And uh, this this uh, researcher just happened to figure out that uh, that 5,400 RPM drive has some sort of frequency that matches Rhythm Nation. And if it does that, the drive can, get, get, can crash. Yeah, it physically locks up and then... You're done. Isn't that crazy? So the point is here. How, I guess we have to sit here with all of our, you know, have our entire music library running while our computer's running just to see what <laughs> next program does to your to your system here. But if you're running Windows XP and uh, 5400 RPMs, and it's only a specific hard drive, there there's kind of a mis misinformation out there about it happening to all hard drives. Yeah, I actually went to the MITRE article and the yeah. original blog article that disclosed it, and it's a particular model of a 5400 rpm laptop drive that was put into new com- new laptops back in 05. Right. The funny thing is it's part of MITRE. <laughs> <laughs> right. They actually had to come up with a CVE number for it because right. it is something it is something that can break a computer. Well, the, what, denial denial of service. That's well, what the, it is. The other worry for me is that well, wait a minute. How many 2005 based 5400 RPM Windows XP computers does the government still have running? As the reason they put it in the miter. Uh, right. I mean, why, they're probably why are you lot, even asking? Because you know, I, I mean, think <laughs> isn't I think we were talking a few years ago about the nuclear submarine still running on XP. But um, uh, you don't even want to know what our nuclear system works on. Right? Isn't it? Yes, yeah, it's, it's old. Eight inch floppy uh, still floppy drives. Yikes. Well, they're not going to uh, hack that very well. No, uh, it it the one the one saving grace of that is that it's pretty much an unhackable system. Yeah, crazy. So watch out for Rhythm Nation. We actually, this whole this whole talking about it will probably bring it back. I wonder if it'll go to the top like uh, Mariah Carey's Christmas song does every time somebody talks <laughs> about it. Um, Rhythm Nation.
Don't let it crash your computer. In other news, this was something I, I just had to bring up because I was listening to another radio station yesterday, and they were talking about getting kids to code, uh, learn coding in Connecticut. And I was really kind of psyched about it. I was like, oh, that's great. But then I remembered this article. Um, you know, it's really, it, it'd be great to have more people that could do coding in, in, in America, right? Um, just so you know, according to the, uh, the U.S., being a developer has an average salary of $110,000, right? Get paid that's, really well. That's good money, right? And they're trying to start these coder these coder kids off at like you know seven eight years old, where their minds are nice and malleable, and they'll get right in there and understand it, which is great. Switzerland and Israel uh, come in uh, just behind uh, America. The UK, you'll make a whole fifty five k if you want to be a coder. And then you're looking at the poorest paying countries are led by Nigeria, which pays an average of just seventy two hundred dollars a year for their coders. And of course, you've got India. One of the most popular destinations for outsourcing technically skilled jobs pays only 470 bucks more than Nigeria to their coders. So you can get a, a, an Indian coder for about eight grand a year. So of course, here's the question: You've got your kid training to be a coder in America, hoping to make 110 thousand dollars, and now you look at all these companies out there that are trying to have whatever whatever craziness they're doing with with whatever they're doing with their with their workforce. And they're going to outsource your $110,000 coding kid to an Indian for $8,000. Yeah. It, why wouldn't they do that? Right. Why wouldn't they do that is dependent upon what kind of requirements we put on if they can do that. Well, that's true. Right? And it also depends on whether or not you actually want to be able to reach out and touch the people that are doing your coding for you. Right. So they can hire an engineer in the United States for $300,000. For other types of tech tech work, or they can get the exact same experience for seventy five thousand dollars for other technically skilled folks here, and so that doesn't even talk about the the visas that are allowing these folks to come in and and displace Americans here in America. Well, yeah, that's almost like a different kind of a problem, right? Because they can just do it from India. This type right. of work, yeah. Um, so. You know, it's great that we're trying to teach our kids coding. I talk about this, too, even in the college uh, world when you're trying to get folks trained up on technology. We want you to be geeks. It's like how Dennis ends the show. We want you to be a geek. We do. We want you to get trained up. But then here's a snag. You can have somebody in India for eight grand do the same job. That's true. How do you then justify spending $200,000 on an education in college for an IT degree when you know the company you work for is just going to outsource you? That's the problem, right? It's the same problem that manufacturers have to deal with when you're outsourcing to Mexico and anywhere else to build the cars and whatever, wherever we're outsourcing the stuff. China's the biggest issue, right? And now China's doing great. Yeah. Look at China. I mean, they're, they're, they're crushing us as far as you know, how much economic activity, and we did that for them. And we're doing it to ourselves again when it comes to technology. Uh, we have to decide whether or not we're going to allow this type of disparity to occur. But again, if you, if you want to make money, 8000 versus... 110,000, that's pretty easy math. Mm -hmm. So keep it in mind, not saying you shouldn't have your kid code because we need more people to do that, but just be wary. When you're working for a big company or any kind of big company, we're lucky we work with small business, right? Most small businesses want to work with their local IT people and they want to know who they're working with and look at them in the eye, right? Right. But big companies, you know, Aetna, Travelers, Hartford, all these guys outsource constantly. Right, so you get into you get into these big companies as a as an American IT worker, 
and you're displaced by an Indian IT worker in five years, 10 years, whenever they want to. Right. And part of the problem is when you're at one of those big companies, they just have you doing one thing. That's the biggest you're, problem. You're working on one server and you're doing one thing with it. Right. Or whatever the whatever it is that you're doing, you're, you're just siloed. doing one, you're tunneled right in and that's it. Right. But I think the value in being a tech worker is being more general. Uh, yes. We need we don't have enough IT generalists. Right. That can, we don't. You're right. It's serious and it's a big problem. And when we have people interview who have been outsourced, they come into Tab and say, "Hey, I want to, you know, I'm interviewing for this position or that position." Well, they, all they've been doing is password resets for the past ten years, literally. Um, sorry, you don't have enough skills. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So it's it's really kind of a mess. We'll put a link up here for you. You can read this story. Um, but again, it just it triggered me because this thing, this story came out back in July uh, this year, and then I just listened to that. That was I think it was where we live. Uh, yesterday, and they had the there's a coding school, and I'm like, oh man, I, I don't know that they didn't want to hear about this, which is <laughs> yeah, crazy, depressing. It is a little depressing. So we got three lines all jammed up this morning. First thing in the morning, it's great. We're, we're happy you guys are with us. Uh, one line open for you: eight six zero five two two nine eight four two is the number, the only number. Feel free to get online while we're doing a break here, and we'll get right back to your calls. We'll be right back. Right back. <laughs> We are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Dennis. And uh, we're waiting for one more call for you. 860-522-9842 is the number, but let's get right to your calls. For those of you who were on the phone right away, we're going to go to Hal in Marlboro first. Morning, Hal. What's up? Morning. Morning. I actually had to push the button twice this time. Last week, I didn't have to. It's crazy. But you're there, Hal. What can I do for you? (laughs) I am. Good morning. Morning. Uh, Yeah, I've got uh, a problem that's been going on for about a month, maybe a little longer. Um, The Internet seems to go out every hour, almost on the hour. If it goes off at 10 o'clock, it'll come back about a minute later at 10.01. And then at 11.01, it drops for a short time. Let's say it comes back at 11.02, then at 12.02, it'll drop again, come back at 1.03, and at 2.03, it'll drop again. It's every, it seems like it's every hour. This has been going on for about about a month, maybe a little longer. I had a a technician come out from Xfinity yesterday, and he looked at all the lines and went up the pole out on the street and looked at everything and just came back and shook his head and said, no, it, uh, it must be your modem. But uh, my modem, I own the modem. It's not an Xfinity modem, so they wouldn't look at it. So mm. I'm, uh, I, I've done tons of things. I've uh, uh, unplugged the modem and left it off for five minutes or so, plugged it back in, mm-hmm. wait till it comes back. But it continues to do the same thing. All right. Is there any kind of like, do you have like a light timer on the modem where it's clicking off and on on you? <laughs> no, no, no. It's just, it's it's plugged into the wall. It's, uh, All right. uh, uh it, but it's it's like clockwork. Yeah. Every hour it drops for a short bit of time and then comes right back. So your modem, is it also connected to a firewall, like a router that's handing out Wi-Fi? Uh, well, <clears throat> there's, uh, it's uh, it's a Motorola uh, MB8600, and uh, we also have the Xfinity, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, Xfinity uh, security. So there is, uh, the, uh, the modem goes into a, an old Netgear router, a wireless router, that uh, I guess is there to serve the security. And then from the router, it's wired into uh, my Google Wi-Fi. All right, I have a question. How old is that Netgear router? 
It's old. It's a, I, and I pointed that out to the technician too. I pointed that it's it's got to be. It, they uh, Xfinity gave me that uh, that Netgear modem. Uh, excuse me, the Netgear router. What? Uh, I, really? When uh, they yeah when 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 I went when I bought I bought them the uh, Motorola. Uh, 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 modem about three years ago, mm-hmm. and uh, they said, "Oh, we're going to have to send a technician out because you have to have another router in there to serve your internet, uh, the, the security, the uh, Xfinity security." So wait a so minute. Can, so how are they charging yeah. you for that old? Pe- no, no, they just they. they well, they're charging you for the security. They're charging for security. Yes. Yes. But they're not charging. There's no uh, itemized. Uh, for, uh, uh, there's no itemized. Uh, uh, for the net gear. All right. So this makes but no it's sense. Old. It's got to be 10 years old. Yes. That's your problem. Yeah. Uh, I would, I would replace that router. Yeah. And you don't need it for the quote unquote security. No, it's that's, all it does is distribute connections. Right. All it does is right. give you IP addresses. So mm-hmm. it's probably, it's showing its age and, and, and uh, that's the thing you need to replace. Um, you don't need it for security. You can put your own router in there. Go and get a Linksys router, I would recommend, or an Asus or whatever you like. But a couple hundred dollars, you know, maybe maybe like you know, two fifty or so, and uh, replace that ten year old device. That's what's failing. And the reason the guy didn't look at it because it's not on any kind of invoice or anything. That makes literally no sense. Well, I t- I told him when he was there that this was uh, don't don't it have was to go a piece there. of gear that was given to me by Xfinity. I didn't buy it. Yes, but he might have been selling sneakers a month ago, so he has no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Um. So and he clearly didn't. So I would tell you, get that new router, and uh, that, your problem should go away. Do you have a, a way to connect uh, a laptop to your modem directly? Uh. What is it? Just a just a plugging it in uh, directly to the modem? And, yes, sir. Uh, Yes, yeah, yeah. so if you want to prove that out, so you get your modem plugging into this old Netgear router, right? Disconnect that and plug it into your laptop directly and see if your dropping occurs. You can then isolate it to figure out if it's the modem or not, too. But you should, even if it's even if you don't do anything else, that 10-year-old Netgear has got to go. Um, okay. And it could be the, the modem is also causing issues for you, but you can prove it by plugging your laptop right into it and seeing if your timing Occurs. When they installed this Netgear router, they told me it was a bridge router. Um, and is there something when I get a, a new piece of gear, do I have to call Xfinity to have them come out and configure it? Or? No. Now, do you have a phone line from them? No. Okay. No. Yeah. No. That you just need a you just need a regular router. You can do this, Hal. It sounds like you're doing doing just fine. Okay. So a new router, a new wireless router. That's what this thing is. A new wireless router and. Mm-hmm. Uh, just uh, plug it in and in place of the old net gear, and it should be working. You think? Uh, it should be. Yeah. The oh, other, the okay. other, the other thing to consider is how much are they charging for that security. Uh, I don't know off the top of my head. This is uh, okay. But it's uh, this is my my daughter and my son in law's house. We live here with them in a in a, 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 a an in law apartment. Nice. And, uh, I'm trying to solve this problem for them because they're busy with other things. Well, I can't believe as younger folks they would allow your internet to drop every hour and not scream, anyways. Um. Well, it, it, you know the strange the strange thing is it, it, it only see, we're watching TV. We see it most of the time when we're streaming. Yeah. Uh, with, uh, uh, live TV. Right. It seems it's crazy when we're streaming something that's that's not live. It's something from Netflix or something like that. We never see the problem. It never the the the, well, the picture of the stream never seems to drop. Well, if if the drop is so short 
that the caching that goes on in the in the Netflix streaming device uh, goes past it, then you won't see any problem. Oh, okay. Because what 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 a Netflix what like your Roku or whatever will do is it will collect packets in advance of right. what it's actually showing you, and if that span of time that it's gone ahead is longer than the gap that b- during the break, then you're not going to see a problem. Okay. All right, so All go right. get a new firewall router there, and I uh, bet you're going to have less trouble. Okay, I will try that. All right, good luck, sir. Thank you. You're welcome. All right, so Hal's on his way. We've got Paul and Margaret still on the line, and two lines open for you, 860-522-9842. Feel free to get online. Everything we've talked about earlier as far as the news has been posted over at computertalkwithtab.com. And if you want to follow us on Facebook and Zuckerberg deems it worthy, you can go over to WTIC's Facebook page and watch Dennis and I in action. Live, action, packed. It's very, very exciting. (laughs) We'll be right back. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. We are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Dennis. And we're here till 11. Two lines open for you. Feel free to get online, and uh, we'll do our best to help you out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. Let's go to your calls. going to go to Paul in Bloomfield first. What's going on, Paul? Hello. Good morning. Good morning, sir. How are you? Doing okay. How are you doing? I'm doing good, thank you. I want to thank you for being a resource for all of us. Our pleasure. Here that need you. It's our pleasure. Um, the reason I'm calling is I have an elderly parent who may have done the unthinkable yesterday. I know you guys had an update about the Apple mm-hmm. um, security breach, mm-hmm. and this happened prior to us hearing that this morning. Um, my mom saw an alert about a security breach, made a call to an 800 number, um, got into a loop. Essentially, um, I think she may have given the serial number to her iPhone her iPad, and then eventually they were working remotely on her iMac. Yikes. Uh, by the time I walked in, I went downstairs to the basement and shut the power off to the house. Well, to that'll do it. Down. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that'll take care of it. Um, 
I guess what I'm wondering is just how compromised, corrupted, and infected we are at this point. She has a, the iPhones are 13. It's about a couple weeks old. The iPad Air is the same. She bought it the same day about three weeks ago. Uh, the computer, the iMac, is a desktop all-in-one. Um, that's probably about four years old or so. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really don't know what sort of security she's running, but at this point, since she gave away the serial numbers, or I don't know if the INEIs, the ICCIDs, the MEIIDs, you know, if so all that's been compromised and given away. Yeah. As well as the old Netgear router that we have, it's got to be probably about seven, eight years old. That mm. she's it's got the old phone lines, mm-hmm. the old phone jacks running into it. So. Mm-hmm. I'm just like wondering just how bad things could be. We haven't turned the computer on since. Right. Uh, I know she's using her phone and her iPad, but um, mm-hmm. we haven't turned the iMac on since it's been shut down since they took remote control and I shut the power off. So, if somebody had remote control of that iMac, you have to assume there's malware residing on it. Okay. Uh, and the solution to that is to do a reset on it, a recovery on it. Okay, so just by turning it back on and going through a... Well, you disconnect it from the internet first. Okay. And then power it up. And uh, we can get you an article about how to do a recovery on it. On a Mac. On a Mac. The the other issue that... I mean, I'm glad you called, Paul, because this is the... We talk about this all the time on the show, right? So when we talk about phishing and we talk about how the bad guys leverage the news, literally, your mom just took it for granted that the system is... you know, reaching out to her and saying, hey, there's been an, an issue. And she probably saw it on the news. There has been an issue. Oh, okay. These guys are trying to help me. Um, I'll call. It, again, it's never the case, guys. There, it, it's back to the old, you know, is, do you have Prince Albert in a can, right? You know, that's what it was. If you, if you know that idea there, they're just calling to see if you got Prince Albert in a can. In the old days, you used to have Prince Albert in a can, right? Because you're <laughs> chewing on the tobacco. But don't ever have a an unsolicited call don't ever react to it don't ever let anybody into it nobody's out there looking out for you i don't know don't know how old you have to be to realize that right i mean you've lived so many years of your life how how often do you have people coming up to you and say here you go here's 100 bucks i'm going to help you out see you later nobody does that <laughs> right and nobody's going to do that on your computer either hey call this 100 number we're going to help you out um so you could be very compromised um, depending on what she had on there for data, like did she use it for financial any financial work? Did she have any anything you're worried about them having access to that they could have exfiltrated from the computer? Um, is anything like that going on there, or is it was just used to? Uh, do basic I, you things? know, there's emails with information on it. Mm-hmm. Um, was she doing banking? I think she was limiting the amount of online stuff. Mm-hmm. She's still, you know, old fashioned. She Good. Still puts a stamp on an envelope and mails stuff in. Mm-hmm which now they're taking the checks out of your mailbox, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's been happening. Mm-hmm. That's actually been happening a long time. Very long time. So, uh, but, um, so is she doing all of her banking? No, but, uh, you know, her portfolio, things like that. Um, right. That she can, wants to look at. You know, she looks at the balances. Yeah, so, so it depends on what they're after. Like, did she give her a credit card and they just wanted to give her, do a fake service for her, which is... More I don't believe it got that far. They oh, were good. getting a bunch of information like serial numbers and accessing, you know, the, the yeah. actual hardware at that point. You know, I could see the windows moving. We were three feet away from the machine, yeah. and they were moving windows back and forth. That's when I went down to the basement, hmm. fuse box. So. 
<laughs> you're not messing around. I'm taking the whole thing out. Um, in the future, guys, you could just take uh, unplug the modem, right? Right. That'll do it. Um, don't have to turn off the power. Uh, but you, I hear what you're trying to protect everything. Um, as far as serial numbers, I'm not really sure what they would do with that. I mean, Dennis is more of an Apple guy than me. I'm not sure what value well, that the, has. The, uh, the serial numbers in the like MEIDs and mm-hmm. things like that that are in the phone mm-hmm. can be used um, theoretically to clone the phone on a carrier. Oh. Theoretically. Hmm. I mean, you'd have to be a pretty good hacker to pull that off, but it could be done. So then, of course, if there's 2FA happening, the, the clone's occurring and the 2FA is going 2FA to 2FA would go to the other device. So is it a combination of sim jacking, or is it... It's, you, it's a way to do sim jacking, is what it is. So that's a little scary. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Uh, so what I would do... Um, I would definitely do a uh, reset on those devices, too, in mm-hmm. addition to the Mac. Start them fresh. Yep. But they'll still have the serial numbers. Obviously, yeah. use different passwords. Hopefully, she didn't give any passwords out. Um, not that I'm aware of. I, you, like I you, said, I walked in on it. Yeah. So. You might want to call the carrier mm. uh, of the phone and just tell them what happened and ask them what they can do. Some carriers they can may lock intervene. your account. They can lock your account because you're worried about fraud. However, that can even be hacked and spoofed. This, this social engineering that's out there is so good. Um, yeah, you can I try mean, to lock it. Yeah, but I, you probably want to call the carrier too and tell them that the phone might have been compromised. They may uh, reissue the phone, maybe reprovision it. I'm not. I that part I can't speak to because right. that's that's what they do. Um, but that would be something that I would be doing too. Okay, but in terms of having someone, say, from the Geek Squad or somebody like a home home provider come in and take care of the machine. It'll um, it'll all be kind of um, fluffy, right? Resetting it's, it's going to take care of it. It'll be back to factory fresh, so anything that was loaded on there, it'll be gone, including stuff you want, right? So make sure you back up your data. Yeah. Okay. Um, but again, again, you could be backing up malicious software, too, so it's a little bit of a catch-22. Yeah, you're, you're, you're in a danger zone with that, yeah. Okay, you know, I'm almost wondering with the age... Maybe it's time to just walk away from it if it's going to be that, if it is that in we, we don't know. But having bad guys on your system is never a good thing. I, never, I, yeah, I'm exactly. just saying as a, as a general rule, if, if hackers have uh, or fraudsters have gotten onto a computer, you have to assume there's malware on it. Right. There might not be. Right. And we may be... We may be telling you to do something that isn't really necessary because they never got that far because you were smart enough to bowl the power. Right. But we don't know. <laughs> we can, that's just something that we can't tell you. Um, but you kind of have to assume that that's what happened. There are tools you could also run to see if you're compromised. You can download like ESET for for Mac or Sentinel One for Mac and run run those AVs to see if they find anything. Um, but if they load scripts and they load any kind of footholds and stuff like that to get back to you later, who knows what you're going to actually find. And if they get a rootkit into there, right, which is small chance on a Mac, yeah. but it's still possible, right. then the the antivirus may never even see that. Mm-hmm. Sorry, sorry this happened to you, Paul, but you maybe saved a few folks in the listening audience from this happening to them. Okay. Um, but I wish I could say, yeah, yeah, run this and you'll know if you're good or not. It's It's not like that. Okay, I'll. I guess we'll be looking over our shoulder now. A little bit, yeah. But um, all right. Well, I appreciate your help. You gentlemen are a true gem for those of us here in Connecticut. So and and elsewhere. 
Well, our, our pleasure to be here for you, Paul. And let us know how, how it turns out. I mean, keep in touch. Okay, I'll send you an email. I'll look for that link as well in yeah. terms of uh, on, my, on my devices. How to reset. Yeah, you got it. I get it all done. All right, Paul. All right, good, good deal. Thank you very much for your time. You're welcome. Thank you. Okay, bye-bye. Right, bye-bye. So, yeah, I mean, that's what these bad guys do. And, and, and Dennis is right. They're not even hackers. They just simply take what's in the news They're, and yeah. send a notice out. Now, she obviously must have surfed somewhere to get that, um, that cached uh, browser-based notice, right? That was not something that came through Apple, right? That thing came through some, some sort of browser hijack that happened early on that they, that they then leveraged and saying, hey, you could be compromised, call this 800 number. And that can happen on all Apple devices. Those browser hijacks happen quite often, actually. To, to get rid of the whatever happened, you got to clear your cache. That takes care of it in your browser, right? In the Safari browser or what have you. Yeah. But um, bad timing, right? Oh, I heard in the news something's bad. Oh, here's an 800 number I can call. Oh, I'll get it all taken care oh, of. Yeah, I mean, that that's just classic social engineering. That's what it's there for. Yeah. So be very aware of this, guys. you got to be more cynical than you than you know me to be. That's a lot. <laughs> you got to be cynical. Don't trust anything coming through your computer, your email, your texts, your phone, even your calls. If they're calling, if anybody's reaching out to you saying, hey, I'm here to help, they're probably not. We'll step up for a quick break, get to your calls. We'll be right back. Two lines open, 860-522-9842. It's WTIC. That is the number. We'll be right back. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. And we're also getting emails to get help at tabinc.com. And we had somebody call in or email in saying, hey, you just told a guy to take out his Netgear router there, which is part of his home security system. Well, if the, if the Comcast guy looked at it and didn't know it was a device from their system, it wasn't that. No, it can't have been. It couldn't have Besides been. Besides that, he, nobody should be running a home security system on a 10-year-old router. Exactly true. So, so if, if it was Comcast deployed, they ought to have replaced it long ago. And they should have noticed it. So, and they should recognize it, know what it's for, and fix it if correct. it's needed. So we didn't tell them to turn off the, get rid of the, that device for his home security system. We assumed it was talking about the internet security that, that they sell as part of their package. They sell, quote-unquote, internet security. What is that? It's web filtration. How can you get that for free? Open DNS. Talked about it forever. So... No, we did. If, if Comcast can't recognize their device, it's not being used for anything. Uh, yeah, can't be. <laughs> can't be. Uh, and if that deduction is wrong, then the guy was selling sneakers a month ago, like I suggested, <laughs> which could be the case too. Uh, so, but thank you for emailing us here. If you if you do that, well, if you do want to send questions but, in to get help at tabbing.com, Dennis is monitoring that box. Yeah, and it was a point well taken. But like right. I said, when 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 the Comcast tech is there and doesn't know what the thing is for, right? We're assuming it has nothing to do. Then with it anything. can't be their thing. No, exactly. All right, brilliant deduction as we try to take here. Let's go on to Margaret out there in West Hartford. What's going on, Margaret? Oh, good morning. Um, I have an email question. Um, Recently, my um, inbox stopped updating, and I was, you know, like about two days without updating. So um, at the bottom of the screen, there was an error message, so I clicked on that. And, and Yahoo said uh, that I needed to um, re-enter my, um, my, my, my Yahoo password, mm-hmm. uh, which I did. Yep. And, um, and then everything, you know, came back to normal. Good. My email is updated now daily. So, you know, it looks it looks normal. But then I got um, a message from Yahoo saying, 
uh, your Yahoo account was used to sign into a new third-party application on iOS. If this wasn't you, please use this link to revoke third-party access to your account and change your password. Uh, you can revoke access also by um, going to yahoo.com and navigating to Recent Activity tab under Accounted right. For. Right. So I haven't done that, but mm -hmm. I just wanted to ask you, what is a new third-party application on well, iOS? Well, it would be the Apple Mail on your phone you or have, your iPad. Do you have an Apple device that you use to reset your password? Um, I have an, an I, Apple iPad and an iPhone. Right. Did you use uh, the, one of those devices to reset your password? Um, uh, yes, I did. There it is. That's it. They're That's telling, it. And, they did, and that notice came to you around the same time you did it, correct? Yes, after. Yep. That's exactly it. In that case, that is an expected event. Right. They were right to tell you. Right. But you are also right to say, "Oh, yeah, I did that. That's cool." But the thank you for telling me. But the problem with those notifications are is they're so generic, right? And so and I can understand how people are like not putting two and two together because they're so cryptic, right? They are. They're they are cryptic. Right? Yeah, a third-party application. No. I mean, that, that, that doesn't make any sense to 90% of the public. Right. Sometimes they're nice enough to tell you which town or state it occurred in, which and you're like, oh, of course, that was me. I live in that town and state, right? Um, but in this case, they didn't tell you that, right, Margaret? Uh, no, just what I read to you. And yeah. um, then it said that one more paragraph was, we recommend using the Yahoo Mail app to access, and then it shows my... my um, well, that's um, just a solicitation. <laughs> That's just telling you which. The, yeah, they, they're, what they're just you telling do. you to use their mail app, and for our, all we know, maybe that does work better. I mean, I, I mean, it's entirely your decision to do it, but yeah, they are just advertising their own thing. They're well, they're fighting fighting for your the ecosphere, right? They're like, oh wait, you don't want to use the Apple thing, you want to use our thing. Why? Because when we can, we know you. We, we can when you're looking at your mail, we know where you are. We can sell your location to Lowe's. Well, as far as I know, I don't have Apple Mail. I have Yahoo Mail. I've had this. In fact, I have one of those old dinosaur Snet dot net accounts. Right, right. Well, what we're talking about is the difference between the email host, which is Yahoo, mm -hmm. and the client, which is the app. the Apple Mail app on the phone. Oh, okay. So the the whole message there is confusing. It was you. Yeah, and yeah. you're good. <laughs> And, but if you see a message like that where you haven't done anything, that is where you would revoke access. Right. You would follow the instructions and revoke the access. Yeah, okay. let's let's say you just got that out of the blue. You didn't put your password in anywhere in the last month. Right. Uh, and then you'd know, hey, something funny's going on. I see. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, and, and one other thing is that on my old Apple laptop, a MacBook Air, uh, I have to Put, when I do the mail there, I have to um, put in my um, my password every time I, I log in and you know to use the mail. But mm -hmm. you know it works every time. Uh, and and I reason I you know go to the um, laptop because that's the only place where I can um, specify that a, that a message is spam. On my iPad, there's no option for there's just the you know the the uh, delete option, mm -hmm. but not a spam option as mm -hmm. far as I know. Unless there, you could be right. Yeah, okay, it's well, possible. Thanks very much. And yeah. Appreciate your yeah. help, and uh, I'm glad it wasn't as serious as that poor man who was went be before me with that yeah. terrible. 
Make sure you update your Apple devices. They they need to be updated. Oh, I did that. Okay, yeah. good. I did it last night. So. Very good. Yeah. All right, All right. Thanks very much. I love your program. Thanks, Margaret. We, we appreciate your calling. Okay, bye-bye. All right, bye-bye. Um, yeah, so that's, those messages are, are really frustrating. They are. They're just not specific enough. They're like, they, they could say, this is probably you, but... <laughs> right, and then they use language like third-party app. Yeah. And... It's like I said, ninety percent of people are gonna go, huh? It's geek language. It's geek <laughs> language. And then of course they have an ad in there as well. Make sure you're using our app because if you're not using our app, we can't tell where your location is. And we can't if we can't tell where your location is, we can't sell that to whoever we want to sell it to. And we can't read all the links that you're tapping and yada yada and yada, your mail yada, yada and yada. all that. Yeah, so it's it gets so confusing. I mean, let's get to another call here, but it's it is frustrating. Let's go to Susan in West Springfield. What's happening, Susan? Hi, good morning. Morning. Um, so, um, I have a brand new Apple iPhone that I got last weekend during Massachusetts tax-free weekend. Um, my husband and I both got one. We went from a 6E up to a 13. Wait a minute. Tax-free weekend covers $1,000 devices? It covers anything up to 2500 except, um, oh. alcohol, tobacco, medicine. Even school supplies? It covers everything for wow. just a weekend. Your Christmas in uh, August is much better than our Christmas in August. <laughs> yeah. Oh well, yeah, ours only covers sneakers. We still oh. pay we still pay luxury tax rates for rotisserie chickens down here in Connecticut. So <laughs> you're doing much better up there in Massachusetts. Well, I'm I'm uh, happy to say yes. We took full advantage of that this weekend. Good for so. you. Now the problem that I'm having, my husband um, is not having the same problem. It's re- relating to trying to get my phone reconnected to my Apple CarPlay in my car. Um, <laughs> yep. Uh-oh. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I, uh, so we've got new cords. They're called mm. Lightning mm-hmm. USB cords or something. Yep. Now, I have to say, when I use my old cord for my old 6E phone, yeah. it works. But I don't know if that's dangerous for the new phone to keep doing that or not. Um, are they are they lightning on the old cord too? No, no, it's an old cord, but so, it works to get me hooked up to Apple CarPlay with the new phone. Do what? Yeah. It so works. you have a, the end of the old cord is not a lightning interface; it's some other type of interface. It's Correct. another connector, it's, and it connects into your new phone. It does. Uh, that doesn't sound right. I think I think her phone, her old phone, is old enough to have had the classic iPod uh, connector, and that goes you both know, ways. Like it takes both what? inputs. Uh, no, that doesn't make sense. No, to me at it's all. a it's a wider plug. I got that. Uh, we got our other iPhones. We're we're old, so we stick yeah. with this. No, that's <laughs> as fine. As much as possible. We got those in twenty um, sixteen. Okay, but they have a different end. Yeah, and but the, it, it and works. It, Mm-hmm. It goes in. Hmm. It goes so, in. It goes in. I believe it goes in. I'm not sure how it connects, but I believe oh. you. So you're so, using the new the new cord is not working so well with your new phone is the issue. Correct. the The new cord charges the phones fine. Now my husband has a different he in his vehicle he's got a navigation system. Mm-hmm. So he just paired the phone and that worked fine. Paired it with um the the Bluetooth connection. Correct. Can you do you have Bluetooth in yours or no? Yes. And I was able to pair the connection to my phone in my car. So, in other words, I get the phone calls yeah. and everything through my Bluetooth speaker. But, okay. but I can't get the CarPlay to connect. What 
what seems to, and, and I followed the directions, mm-hmm. the phone has recognized my car. Good. But it, it, every time I try to, you know, connect with it, it seems, there's a buffering. It's, 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 it seems like it's trying to connect to other cars. <laughs> it's cheating on you. Uh, what is your model of car? It's a, a 2021 Chevy Trax. Oh, nice. It's current. We're going to put you on hold a little bit, Susan, and try to see if there's any kind of interface issue between Apple and Chevy Trax. Okay. Hang on okay. one sec, okay? We're going to go to, go to the news. All right. So we'll try to figure out that issue. I've never heard of the cables at Apple working the way she described, because they always want to sell you a new cable. Um, I mean, that's how they make yeah. all their money. Uh, so we're going to be here till 11 o'clock. Three lines open for you. Feel free to get online. After uh, We'll be right back with you after Morgan does the news. This is Computer Talk. We'll be right back. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 